For all of you listeners that get as invested in our callers and their lives as we do, we have something that you're going to love. It's a message from one of our past callers, Nicholas, updating us on his dating situation. And if you need a little refresher about Nicholas's situation, you can go back to episode 146 with Bobby Lee and episode 150 with Bill Hader, where Nicholas called into both episodes for some advice about his college crush. Here are some highlights of both of those episodes. And then you're going to hear from Nicholas. Hello. Hi. Great. And I'm here with Bobby Lee. So go ahead, Nicholas. You have a question? I started grad school at ASU about two months ago. And in my class with this girl, I have a pretty big crush on. But I found out one of my friends in the class, he also has a big crush on this girl. The only way you're going to be free is to let her go. And you strive for something big, but in terms of goals in your life. Is there any flirtation at all between you two? Well, I haven't really talked to her much. You know what? I, I, I want him, your friend, to get her. This is going to drive him to be a great man, or okay. he's going to become a serial killer. <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas, that's Bill Hader. Thank you so yeah, much for coming back on the show. So I'm still kind of wondering if I should do anything about her just uh, move on if <laughs> i were you in your situation i would see if she would want to like do something as friends really yes no i would see and i would test Bill. it out that way Wait, what if nicholas wrote a weird fucking diary and just said i'm into you and here here it is and it's like I fucking eat pancakes today and like whatever a picture of pancakes on a plate. What do you feel comfortable doing? I guess I guess talking to her I don't know. <laughs> I guess yeah, trying to talk to her as a friend first. When they're becoming friends, she'll be mm-hmm. dating another dude. Sim and I are gonna disagree, but I say do what you ever feel comfortable with. And Wait, no, you can't you that, that's That's great about Wow. Yeah, great Bill Hader. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Make a diary with a she picture of pancakes <laughs> in it. Yes. And see how that goes over. Yes. At least it will resonate. At least it'll be like. You'll be on fucking Dateline. It'll be so different from being like. You're fucking Keith Morrison will be in your house. I made a thing about pancakes. On a podcast. This is a story about the pancake diary to woo a girl. She went crazy. I I don't care about your love life anymore, Nicholas. (laughs) Bill is being a fucking dick. I'm just going to say I've moved on. Don't worry. (laughs) Hey, this is Nick from Phoenix. I was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and my question concerned how to ask out a girl that I had a huge crush on in my classes. And I ended up combining the advice from everyone on the podcast. I took Bill and Sim's advice to muster up the courage and be decisive and ask her out. I also took Anna and Bobby's advice to be realistic with my expectations and to not force anything. So I ended up asking her out shortly after the second podcast. And she told me that she was in an on and off relationship with someone back in her hometown. So she wasn't looking to date anyone at the time. So overall, I'm pretty happy with how it got resolved and how it turned out. But most importantly, I just want to thank you all again for having me on the podcast two times. Uh, it was a huge honor to be on it uh, one time, let alone two. And I've been a huge fan of all of yours for a long time now. So I just want to thank you again for having me. And I really look forward to all the, all the new stories that will be on the podcast. So thanks again. 
Okay, let's get to Caden. He is in Utah, and he's 27. Hello. Hey, Caden, it's Sim. Hey, Sim. Hi, Caden, it's Anna. And it's Nina. Hey, Anna. And Nina Dobrev is here as well. Hi, Nina. How are you? How is everybody? Oh, we're great, and um, thank you so much for for doing this, for like taking a risk and you know being on our podcast. Tell us what's going on. And Sim is impatient today, Caden. I'm sorry about that. Sim hasn't slept (laughs) in a while, so he's very testy. So the dilemma I'm having is I have been with my wife for two and a half years. Six months of it have been married. And progressively, I'm losing friends. And I didn't really notice it until one of my friends told me they were worried about me and that um, my wife was starting to burn bridges. So my question is, is um, should I focus on my marriage and make that my sole purpose, or should I be able to have a marriage and friends? Oh, Caden. Anna just Whoa. gave me a look. Oh, like, boy. Well, because, because, because this is a big question. Yes, it is. It's, a, yes. it's a difficult. It's, this is, Caden, yeah. do, do you guys have kids? No, we don't. How long have you known your friends? How long have we what? Are, are you are your friends are these like new friends or friends since you were in kindergarten? Oh, it it kind of varies on the friend, but the ones I'm closest to, I consider brothers, and I've been friends with them for ten years. Did they approve? Some of them have just been about five years. Did they approve of the girlfriend before she became a fiance, or did they never like her? They didn't. They never really said much. They're kind of quiet type people. Um, loyal people, but really quiet, and um, they didn't really communicate that to me at all until recently that there was a problem. So wait, so hey, Caden, do you guys? Um, and I know this. This is. Do Do you and your wife talk about having kids? And the reason why I ask, it, it, because I know it's a vulnerable question, is because with my first husband, which makes me sound very sophisticated, I always think. But um, but we never like ever talked about having kids, and it made me think that later on when we split up, that I sub like somewhere in my subconscious, I sort of knew that um that there that we j- that things just weren't quite fitting right. So I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, we. We've talked about kids, but it's kind of all been put on a whole a halt lately, just because I'm worried that I'm gonna lose my friends. Maybe that's me being selfish or immature, but um, I don't want to start something so serious with someone that I can't make everybody in my life work all together. What are your friends? I'm sorry. Can I ask one question? Yeah, yeah. What are your friends saying to you about her? Um, they say that she's kind of mean sometimes. Um, I don't. That's about do you, what I've heard. Do you agree? They, they're mostly con- they're mostly concerned about me. It seems like. Do they? Do Do you agree? Do you Do you see any of the examples of what they're they're saying, or are you completely blind to this? Yeah, I can see it sometimes, but I feel like it's kind of a defense on her part, and I don't know if she's because when we're together, she's sweet and she's loving, but. Um, when I am around her and my friends, it seems like there's always some sort of drama. Caden, uh, are, and are a lot of your friends married? 
or in like long-term relationships? Yeah, most of my friends are either in long-term relationships or married. Would you have described yourself as like uh like in the social setting as like the uh I don't know, fun guy or like like what are what are your friends missing from you? Cuz like most people act, you know, including myself, of course, act from a very selfish place. So what are they missing from you that um they feel like your wife has taken away? Like were were you That's like a good question. the goofball or like like or like the Yeah, do you have to change your behavior when she's around versus when she's not around? That's the biggest thing in my opinion. I think that if you can be yourself when she's there and be the same person when she's not there, then you're in the right relationship. If you have to alter your state of being and change who you are because your significant other won't approve of who you are, that's a problem. That's so true. Okay. Please listen to that back. That I mean, that happened to me in my first marriage. That's why it failed because I was different around my friends when I was with her and uh, and I was never myself. I don't right, know, you right, know right. this. Yes, yes, but also you we all played a particular role. I know I did, Sam, and I know that you did too, I think, around our friends. Like we we were in a specific social position that our friends were used to. So then suddenly when we're married, um, our social position changes. We're maybe slightly more practical at times or whatever or just – I like I just wonder if like if Caden was like the – like what the social position was and how his friends used Caden as an escape potentially. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, that, that makes sense to me. I can see that. Uh, yeah. I've always been kind of, um, loud, funny, um, adventurous one. And when she's and around, you I, have to be more I mean, I, I, tame. Is that right? Um, not necessarily. I, we have had problems where she'll say I run off. And I'll be having a social life instead of being by your side. And I don't know. My answer has always been, you need to socialize with other people. And we always have each other in every other aspect of our lives. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Wait, so so you love your wife, right? Or you don't have, I mean, we're going to go on the assumption that you love your wife. But here's the thing, I think, is that everything, like, friendships they change so much over as we all get older and people serve different purposes in, in people's lives. And, and it's okay to let some, some people go because, because, um, sometimes all you have is like, a the funny memory of like, Oh, that time you were in Cabo and like, whatever, somebody shot something up their dick or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, I don't I don't but, but wait I do have one thing to add to that. Yeah. So somebody told me recently that in every relationship in any successful relationship there has to it's almost like a ring. Like you have to have a diamond and a setting. One person is the grounding force to the diamond and the 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 setting has to hold it in place and keep it stable. And the diamond is the one that shines. It's the big personality. So I don't think it's a bad thing that maybe you are the diamond in your relationship and your wife is the setting. But the setting has to let the diamond shine. If 
she's holding you back or if she's not letting you be who you are, then that could be a problem. And that doesn't mean it's not fixable. You can have a conversation. You can implore her to, to, to get to know your friends more. And maybe she's not comfortable with your friends. Maybe she doesn't know them the way you do. And she just needs to spend some more time with them so that she doesn't feel like an outsider. Maybe they don't like her and she can feel that she, that they don't like her. So she's on a, on the defense yeah. when she's in the group. But that's why Nina, I think you, uh, I think that was very wise of you, but I think you're completely wrong. Okay. Well, I'm not married, so you, I could be, you're right. <laughs> no, I'm I single. I, I, because, because Caden, most of Caden's friends are married that I think that they look to him as being this fun escape. And they're like, dude, you've changed. And like, whatever, like your wife has totally changed you, man. You pussy whipped or whatever. And, and, um, and so Kate and, and Caden is like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I like, like, I, I want to go hang out with you guys. And they're like, yeah, we're like, they won't say this, but they're like, yeah, we're in miserable marriages. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm such. A, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm sorry, Caden, but um, but um, and so so they're they're looking for something in you. I think that they don't have themselves right now, and that's unfair to you and your relationship. And I think that it's it's worth your it's worth your relationship. Uh, to your wife more more than anything and you guys may who knows you may not you may not work out who knows but it is worth an investment over the next six months and I would start um doing really fun things with her like being spontaneous being like you guys don't have kids being like fuck it let's go for a drive let's like um drink champagne on the top of this whatever like where in Utah do you live Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, Nina's going to get Sorry, what? specific. Where now. in Utah do you live, Caden? <laughs> what, what city? Caden, if you just took a nap, I will come to Utah and spank <laughs> your ass. I'm so hard to hear you guys. Yeah. Don't worry, but Sim has been taking eye-open naps all day. (laughs) Listen, you, like, romance her a little bit. Like, have fun. Like, be like, all right, like, let's go, um, let's go, like, play like we used to. And, and, uh, and, and do, like, and at least then you might get a sense of your, of your, of where you guys are emotionally, I think. Um, but, but your friends, okay. they're they're all going to, like, even if, no matter what happens, like, I don't know, like, I would say that, I would bet in a decade from now, you will be in touch with maybe two of these people. Uh, because that's yeah. just the way that life works. And so, so yeah. it, this, this is a question for you to, to evaluate. And, and you're not missing out on anything but like some fucking Jaeger shots which is actually really fun <laughs> at like like dude man's ranch or whatever the fuck but 
<laughs> so you take your wife to go do Jaeger shots at Dude Man's Ranch. And I you, also think that if, if and you then go like fucker and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, if you guys bring back that spontaneity and if she feels secure and happy with you, if, if she feels comfortable, then she'll be happier, you'll be happier, your friends will see that you guys are happier and then they will support the relationship. If she's miserable, she'll make you miserable. They'll see that you're miserable and then they'll say they're concerned. Yeah. They're yeah. also probably looking out for his best interest. And I, they, I agree. They, something's I agree. not working and they are worried about you. I agree. I agree. I agree with you completely, Nina, but I, but I do also think that if these guys that's why the relationship question if these guys are in their own unhappy relationships or, or like unset like the, it, it, then they will be like dude where like where are you at like you've changed if anybody tells you that you've changed oh, i'm sure they've already have told them that but that is such a red flag yeah those that terminology is such a red flag because we should be able to change we should change right. not be able you have like yeah, yeah. And by the way you will continue to change from 27 to 30 30 to 33 you'll always change but it's an accusatory uh sort of it's an accusatory phrase and and it reflects on the deliverer of that phrase that it's like oh so you're unhappy because i've changed uh, because I'm moving on and you want me to be your fucking party partner which I loved being and I still want to be but when you say shit like that man we can't go to Cabo <laughs> together because <laughs> I'm yeah, headed for a divorce and I sense. can't afford it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, my wife actually brought that up she's like she thinks that I was the life of the party and now when people can't just be like hey let's hang out right now and I can't do that because I have prior, prior obligations with her. They get bummed, and maybe that's where some of the. Hold on, why do they? Why do they not have prior engagements with their significant other? Like, why are they? But I, but I, but Nina, but I I, I want to explore that. But but Caden, I think the bigger question is, you. I think you gotta like. Um, you ha- you have to. I I know. I don't know if you guys are both like employed and your schedules are crazy but i think you have to the first test would i I think would be to show your wife a lot of fun like when you guys were just first falling in love and truly like buy a cheap bottle of champagne go hiking like like just have have a good time like fuck her senseless and um, go down on her Go down on her, <laughs> like like make her feel like you are not missing your your bros. You know what I mean. Even if you are, right. make her not feel that way, and and then see what kind of like comes of that. If she's like, oh my god, I just want to suck Hopefully your penis. Hopefully, a lot comes until, like, from that Easter. <laughs> Does that work but, for you, Caden? Then, but 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 yeah, we, that. That makes sense. I will start with romancing her. You know what I mean? Though? Some champagne. Yeah, but but do, just not do treating f- her like a bro. Like, well, just just do things that are fun, fun with her. And if it turns out that she's not fun and she's resentful, then then like call us back and we'll like sort of re-examine this whole thing. But I think that your friends can't can't come in between a marriage. You know what I mean? Like even if even if your marriage is troubled. It can't be your friends uh-huh. that are the impetus of that, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. 
Uh, Caden, I'm sorry. I'm really God. sorry about this. You, by the I'm, way, this will all, you'll like figure this f- out eventually. Caden, am I a fucking dick? No, you're not a dick. In fact, you. I mean, I have <laughs> I have thoughts as well, which I want I want to talk to you off the air about this. But Sim, right now, Caden is looking like a koala <laughs> who has had way too much of like pot leaves. His eyes are like at half mast. <laughs> Just want you to I know. do. I want to do a follow up. I want to do a follow up with yeah. Caden in in six yeah. months. To yes. A year. Will you please update us and let us know what's going on with you? Because Caden, you are at the two okay, year. Yep, absolutely. You're at the two year point, which is very relatable to everybody who's who's got who's gotten married. And uh, so, so not I, Nina is what she's saying. So that, everyone here in this room, except for Nina, can chime in right now. And yet I did. But please, please follow up. And I and thank you so much, truly, for for calling and asking. And I hope I wasn't like too much of a super bitch. Was I? <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, thank you. I I appreciate you guys' advice. Uh, Thanks a lot, Caden. Caden, thank you so much. Yep. You're the best. I love you. I love you, Caden. <laughs> and I'm rooting love you too, for you. Anna. Okay, I'll talk yeah. to you guys soon. Tell Caden that love you, love you, Caden. Caden, okay, I I love you deeply. <laughs> love you. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs> I love Did that. you say he, he didn't know? <laughs> Did say, no, 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 no. No, he, no, 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 I, he, no, he was just suddenly flustered. I thought he, he said, I like, love uh, you. I don't know who you are, but I love you. Mina, I love you so much. I love you too. This has been Will really you fun. please come by again? Absolutely. Oh, we have to, be good advice. Yes. We have to We have to talk to Caden. We have to go to Utah. New Orleans. Oh, yeah. On New the 29th Orleans. of bring November. And his wife on like a divorce journey <laughs> <laughs> to New Orleans. And then we have to go to the Bahamas. Will they get back together? Who knows? <laughs> Tune in next year. We'll Nina, tell you. You, you flirt with him. I'll flirt with her. <laughs> we'll put them to the test. We'll have, we'll have like little mics and little like, it'll be, yeah, I like this. Hey, everyone. Uh, Nina, thank you so much. And please watch FAM. Which is the fam? Is it, the oh, is it the no, fam? No, it's just fam. Oh, yeah. it's just fam. Sorry. Thank you. Apologize. Oh, suck it, Sim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fam, wait. What are you looking on? for? It. It's uh, on CBS. C- no, on we, nine, we know it's at nine. Nine thirty. Tuesdays at nine thirty. No, Thursdays. Thursday right after mom. Okay, right after mom. Right says- after your show. <laughs> it's after yeah, your show, yeah, Anna. The, okay. All right. Yes. Let's do a correction. Okay, that wasn't this. me. I didn't do that. That was. This says the fam is <laughs> NBC. <laughs> Wait, Cassie, you wrote that. Oh my god, I died. This is hilarious. Cassie gets all her consonants. She gets them all mixed up. They're all the same. She's dyslexic. Different, different letters. Different letters. You know, just like move around. Right. So before CBS gets pissed off, it's on CBS. It's on CBS. Thank you. Right after mom. Right after mom, your show. Yes. So after, (laughs) after you've lost hope on mom, because of on yes no but the 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 dysfunctional like mom daughter relationship then like try to get it back together with the family vibe. Move on from one dysfunctional family to (laughs) To another. (laughs) (laughs) This is so fun. I love Um, you. Thank you. Please come back. Thank you. This is amazing. Late. It's late. I know. Hello. Brienne. Yes. 
Hi, it's Sim, and you're on Anna Ferris is Unqualified with Jamie Presley and Anna Ferris. How are you? Hi, Brianne. Hello, lady. Hi, hi. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Thank you for letting us call you so late. I, it's not that bad, actually. Oh, it's actually 2 a.m. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so you're like us. 2 a.m. is the 9, a. 9 p.m. to most you know people. What? 2 a.m. is not bad when you're stuck on one level on Candy Crush and binge-watching Homeland, so you're good. Word lady. <laughs> I love it you're doing, you're doing, you're multitasking. That's a woman for you. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Bonnie. Absolutely. Um, wait, Bonnie, no, your name is Brianne. Brianne, you're 33, yes. and you feel like your age is terrifying the guys that you date. So tell us what you mean by that. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, so 33, and I recently relocated after being in a long relationship. I left that so that I could move, and I thought, you know, living in a new city, being single again, it would be really fun. And then it turned out that, yeah, my age seems to really terrify men. Um, so I've been going out with these guys, and I, I look a little bit younger, so I think they don't really quite expect it, but when they ask my age, and I say 33, they get kind of deer-in-the-headlights look. Who, um, how old are these men that you're dating? Yeah, they're my age. That's the worst part. They're in their 30s. Oh, so you're, are you sure it's them that's terrified, or is it you that's terrified to tell them your age? No, I don't mind telling them my age at all. It's just when I tell them my age, they react terrified by how old I am. Because, But you know what? That's probably because, like you said, you look younger than your age. So they're right. like, holy shit, she's 33? I thought she was 23. That's a good thing. Yeah, I think that um, unless they... Do, do, you, do you feel like the relationships don't follow through because of that moment? Um, okay, let me give you an example. I went out with a guy who does risk management, and I am not making this up because it is too horrible to even make up. He works in risk management, and he told me that he would not go out with somebody my age. Uh, normally wouldn't go out with somebody my age because women after 30 want to have a baby, and he doesn't want to do that, and he literally said that my age was a risk a, a risk of what kind what kind of risk risk is in he didn't want to have a relationship with somebody my age because he would expect for me to suddenly go like okay let's now get married and have a baby in the next year has he met a woman of today because we don't fucking want to get married <laughs> and if i want a baby I'll have one. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, it, sound, it sounds like, um, well, first of all, you know, as actresses, and I, I don't, I'm sure that Jamie can, um, can, uh, will have my back on this. Um, there's, there's a temptation, although now you can't at all lie, but, but there was a temptation and tradition of women lying about their age. So you're sort of ingrained with the idea of, shame being associated with your age mm -hmm. and i find it really liberating me being like yep i'm 39 i know i don't behave like it 
but I am. I love saying I'm 38. I fucking love saying I'm older. I wouldn't go back to my 20s if you paid me. But I think, <laughs> but it is, it, it is, um, it's just, a, it's, it's an unfortunate thing that we, as women in all over the world, have to sort of deal with the idea that, um, that that a lot of men want, you know, that young 20s. Whatever. Yeah, but then when they get that, that shit gets old real quick. And, and they want to go to where they're comfortable with someone who understands them yeah. and can have a conversation. And this dude's an idiot to think that if he was dating a 22-year-old that she wouldn't necessarily want to have a baby. You know what? In fact, if anything, she's the one who's going to be like, I need a ring on it uh, so she can get some financial security or whatever. Exactly. That's the the worst thing is the fact that actually when it comes down to it, I'm the most like terrified of commitment of people that you could probably meet. I mean, I've been in long-term relationships and every time it gets too intense, I, I bail and it's not just, yeah, women have taken over the role of men in that situation. So wait, now how are you normally meeting men? Yeah, it's usually through kind of work industry things or maybe at a party. There have been shame, shamefully a few Tinder dates, but no, no, there's nothing shameful about no, that. No, no, you are like, you, you're you've <laughs> seen how many millions are on it. Nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, no, there's where the, you're surrounded in, especially you know, I mean, everyone now. There's no shame in that at all. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Oh, but it's just shameful that um, and maybe Sim has some good um, advice on this, too, because Sim has had his uh, share of um, dating uh, socially online. But, I have. <laughs> but so I think that there's like a. I think a lot of a lot of times too though dudes just they just want to have a one night stand right especially Sam? on Tinder yes but you know what the the quality men are not going to be concerned about your age and you need to remember that so if and if that if a guy ever brings that up again you know what just tell them to go fuck off and then and then you know what you you'll meet somebody else you meet you'll meet a great guy just keep at no, it no i think i think there's a craftier way to play it Really? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I think there's probably a craftier way to play it. I mean, what do I don't you think? think? That... Wait, wait, wait. What do you, you think? There's a craftier way to play it too. What are your thoughts on that? What do you actually think? Because usually our gut feeling's right, but we typically don't go with it because we're afraid to. So, what do you think? Uh, 
that's why I, I wanted unqualified advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my I'm going to give you some unqualified I advice know then. I craftier way to play it. <laughs> what is it? I think in general, confidence is really sexy, whether you're a man or a woman. I think we all think that. And I think that when you say, if they say, how old are you? And you say 33, there might be a chance that you're subconsciously not even, you don't even realize it. But when you say 33, you're saying 33 with a grimace as if 33. No, I'm totally cool with it, to be honest with you. The weirdest thing is just the reaction that I get after I say it. And honestly, I think 33 is quite young. I don't have a problem with it. It is. It's like 23 nowadays. And you know what? And it shouldn't even matter. I mean, like. No, age doesn't matter. Experience in life does. Guess what? We can't fight against this. This is just happening. And the older you get, we're like. the station. Women are like men now. It's not just men that age like fine wine. Women do too. So here's the thing. I think at the end of the day, you need to start dating older men. <laughs> no. How much older, no, Jamie? No, no, Jamie, no. how much oh, older? Oh, I just mean even if it's like two, three years older. No. Okay. Because if you're dating somebody who's exactly your age, if you're only looking at men your age, it may not work. Because I'll be honest with you, no, that same thing that I they've always... I guy who was 36, and he had the same problem, and he's only three years, he's three years older right, than Right, but, but here's the deal. I don't know that age is necessarily always the problem here. There could be other mm-hmm. reasons. But the bottom line, and it not, not necessarily your fault, but maybe their own reasons, um, mm-hmm. and their own insecurities, it's it's not really... Remember, they've always said, like, uh, what is it? Women um, are seven years older. Uh, it's are you talking about uh, the uh, the maturity wise, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, is I, it I dog think years? Women are way more it's like dog that. years, um, or or is it four years? There's like we're so much older. So like mm-hmm. if if I'm 33 and he's 33, I'm about six years ahead of him maturity wise. <laughs> that's so the, to, but that's the truth. I have to go way into forties. No, you don't. But just FYI, forty ain't that old. <laughs> no, I know it's not. I know it's not. But I thought, you know, like there could be a decent age range from anywhere from like twenty-seven until like maybe forty-two would be sort of the sophistication age range. Yeah, and you're right. Twenty-seven, not so much when it comes to a man and you being thirty-three, because you're going to have way more life experience and understanding of not only mm-hmm. life, but your, uh, but of relationships and yourself. Mm-hmm. Women see things in detail. Men see things as an overall picture. So you're going to look at things and yourself. You're going to understand things a little bit better than a guy your age might. And I, but I would say though, if if this is if this is something that you're you're feeling, I would resist the temptation to reassure a man that you're not even that into. You know what I mean by saying by saying something like I don't even know if I want kids. I don't know if I you know what I mean like don't you like most right. women are having I, I would kids keep, at 40 now. Mm-hmm. 33 should be a problem. But I would keep that information private until you mm-hmm. really like somebody. And and then you can because I just wouldn't want you to fall because and I say this because this is something that I would do. I would be out on a date or something like that, and I, if I were in your position, and somebody to say, you know, if if I, they looked at me with like, um, you know, a little bit of like, what you're thirty three, I I would 
because I'm a needy person, I would say something like, but you know, I, I don't, you know, I, there's a lot of things I want to do in life. I want to travel the world. I want to have different careers. I want to, I'm not even sure if I want to ever settle down, even though I'm not like that at all. I mean, I, I don't know if you sound like you might not be, but I totally, you know, I love being married and I love committed relationships and I wanted to have a child. I, I didn't get, I didn't want to do it until it was right, but um, what a turnoff for that guy. I mean, I, I, I feel like you should restructure it in your brain. Like that guy like gave you a big turnoff as opposed to you being the turnoff. To That's him. a great way to look at it. And I, I totally agree with Anna. I think, I think we have to change our mindset sometimes because sometimes we're a little too focused on the wrong area and maybe you're a little mm-hmm. too focused on your age more than they are but also, and i think what she just said makes a lot of sense i would they weren't right move I on keep it moving dating um guys that maybe you you might think perf- on paper are losers <laughs> what do you mean by that exactly because the guys that are good on paper typically are, are not the ones we those should are be those with fucking dicks that say like oh I'm, I, look, I was married to one for a whole year <laughs> <laughs> um, and it looked amazing on paper and then when it actually was real life it was the worst thing that I've ever done and the worst decision I've ever made know in your heart you deserve better you deserve somebody who's kind you deserve somebody who loves you for you who doesn't look at an age you deserve somebody who wants to be around you and somebody that makes you laugh laughing yes. is very yeah. important somebody it's not always aesthetics he if could- he makes you laugh that's going to last forever, but our looks won't. That's true. And he could be a waiter um, or whatever, or like whatever, whatever the job um, that this person has in your future, as long as they are passionate about um, whatever they do, as long as they're kind and as long as they are. I, I just think that now, especially with online dating, there's so much uh, pressure put on the um, like whatever job this person whatever said person occupation mm-hmm. yeah so right a lot of really great people could be overlooked and there's um look there's nothing wrong saying? with dating the poorest guy in the room because nine times out of ten he's going to be the most charismatic loving kind generous and and, and yeah and as long as as long as they don't like as long as they as long as there's an aspiration or a passion about about something as long as he has a goal like And the goal isn't to live off of you. But if it's like, you know, somebody who loves to write or like perform or, or, you know, or whatever it is, um, as long as they have an optimistic personality, whether or not they achieve the end goal, I think that, um, that, that, so when, when you're doing online dating, don't overlook, um, People that um, on on your gut level seem just decent and really good, you know, as opposed to the flash of a fucking risk management dick bag. You, do you still have his number? We're gonna call him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm certainly not um, eliminating people from my life because I think that they're not good enough or they don't earn enough money or anything like that. 
But also when it comes to online dating, the question has always been, I think, for many people, like, do you look for somebody who you think is on your level? I mean, it's... Uh, Maybe don't look know, for somebody that's equal to you because at the end of the day, what makes a really health relationship is a relationship where you're in it and there's two teachers and two students. If you're the teacher every time and they're always the student, you're in, you're going to eventually get sick of them because you're going to be all taught out and learn nothing and be completely understimulated. If you're, if there's two students and there's two teachers, then that means you're both going to learn from each other and you're both going to be able to give and take. And that's what makes it healthy. I think Jamie's a really wise woman, but I will say she's wrong. She's right and she's wrong about two things here. She's wrong about the older guys, and, but she's right about I, the My same. guy's a year younger than me, so I'm not saying. <laughs> I was too. just suggesting if it's an age thing, maybe no, try somebody older. No, because older. I think that when like you, there tends to be an older man obsession with age. When I say older, I was mm-hmm. talking two, three years. I didn't mean 20. <laughs> But you know what I mean? No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sometimes no, it gets, but Jamie is totally right about the sense of humor. And, um, and like, and I, and like somebody who is posting a lot of vain pictures of themselves mm, on their ex. profiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a no go. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, I say, look for humor and, uh, and, and stay confident. And guess what? You know, what did, what did Betty Davis say that, Growing old is not for the faint of heart. That's exactly what she so, said. So, and, and other incredible tru- like things. the sad truth is, Brianne, we are, you know, it's the unfortunately, the time thing is uh, keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> Brianne, do you feel like did Anna and Jamie helped gave you, you out? Unqualified advice? Yeah, I do actually. I mean, it was really <laughs> unqualified. <laughs> Thank you so much. And, and thank you so much for staying up and waiting for our yeah. call. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank and, you. And, uh, and yeah, and I, th- I think I think the important idea, though, to take away is, is look outside the box in terms of uh, in terms of dating. Yeah. Don't yeah. pigeonhole yourself and, and don't but and don't uh, don't look for flash and don't listen too much about what your girlfriends say. That's also a, no. an important thing. No. And here's why. She's very true. Yeah. When you get old, when you get a little bit older, you can listen to your girlfriends because they'll be as experienced as you are in making mistakes. When you're a little bit uh-huh. younger, you're still in uh-huh. the middle of making mistakes. And here's the thing: uh-huh. dating, you, you want to date. Like I remember somebody saying, "You dated so many different people." Like Jesus, and I'm like, "Yeah," because I didn't get married straight out of fucking college, and end up having to stay with somebody I didn't know and don't like. Yeah. Right. I'm fine with that. Dating, remember, dating is all about figuring out what you like and don't like, what you do and don't want to put up with, what you can and cannot take, and what you will and will not take. So date until you figure out all those things. And then each person you date, you're going to take something from them that you like and then realize things you don't like. And as you go along in your dating process with these different people or whatever, you're going to realize who you need. And who you want. And you've got a good gut. And I just don't want, like, one of your lovely girlfriends to say to you, oh, my God, why do you like that dude? He's, like, a little heavy. And it's like, and, you know what? It's like that, she might not like that, like, but you might. Of The best people, I think, are diamonds in the rough. You oh, know? Preaching to the choir. 
<laughs> so, so you don't need like somebody who presents themselves as a diamond, but really they're just a fucking cubic. Look, last thing I'll say in the south where I'm from, in the south we say presentation is everything. That means everybody shows up looking like they're straight out of a J. Crew magazine. Everybody's all you know perfectly done, and the families look great, and everyone looks happy. Presentation is everything. We all present ourselves as everything's great. Right. And then behind closed doors, everybody's just fucked up as the next one. <laughs> so instead of looking for how people present themselves right off the bat and what they mm-hmm. dress like and how they smell and if they said the right things, and you yourself be yourself instead of presenting and yourself in, in another light that later is going to kind of also, fade away. too, though, there's also another issue here, too, that... Like for the instance that you gave us, that guy in his, it like the issue for him probably was so much less about your age, although he probably couldn't recognize this, but much more about him for whatever reason needing to make you feel small. And mm-hmm. that's a lot of the time. And, and bad. And so those are the people that in general, friends, relationships, family members, anybody who... Who, whose agenda is, is is to make you feel because even if he was bottom line that anybody who a has normal an agenda wouldn't say that out loud kick him even out. if that's what his fear was he would a normal person would never say that out loud okay i said i was not gonna say anything but that's never true so here's the thing chris, <laughs> chris rock has an old stand-up uh in his comedy act where he talks about when you start dating someone, you're not dating them. You're dating the representation of who they think they need to be in order to get you. Mm-hmm. Right? right? So all of us, in a sense, when we're meeting somebody for the first time and we start dating them, we're putting our best foot forward and kind of being a better version of ourselves or like a... I pretended to know what football was. Right. <laughs> Right. I'm come from North Carolina where basketball is a religion. I don't know fucking football. Humsey loves football. He granted loves basketball too, but I didn't know football either. And I pretended I loved it. I don't still, but I watch it. Look, there's lots of things we do. Hey, bottom line is, like I said, presentations, everything. And when we're putting our best foot forward and trying to present ourselves, what Chris Rock was saying is we present ourselves. It's like the representative of who we think we need to be to get somebody. And then six months into the relationship, all that shit goes away and the real colors start showing and you start seeing who that person really is because now they're comfortable and they're like, ah, oh, fuck it, that's too much work. I'm just going to be myself. And the, so about six to eight months into the relationship, you start seeing who that person really is. And at this, at our age, I feel like in your 20s, you can do that. You have the time. Now it's like, look, tell me who you really are. Don't waste my time because if we work, we work. If we don't, we don't. And for you, you're not old enough. You're not as old. I mean, we're not old either. We're still young. But you're 33. You're really young. So you you don't have time. If somebody's going to be who they are and tell you like it is and be themselves, and you can tell when somebody's being a representative of themselves and and when they're being who they really are. You can also Mm -hmm. tell when you're doing that. So you got to check yourself sometimes too and go, am I being the really true, my true self or am I being who I think I need to be to get them to like me? Yeah. As in the dating world, uh, women tend to fall into the position of 
salesperson. Mm -hmm. And men tend to fall into the position of, you know, well, like, what are you going to, like, I'll I'll pay for this dinner, but you are, you know, is it going to be worth it to me? You know what I mean? And and I think nowadays, because women are a lot stronger, though. Men are having to go mm-hmm. into the sales place too. Yes, absolutely. Right? Well, absolutely. you got to sell because, too. But Sim agrees with that because he's a really good guy. Aw. So that's why. Let's don't put all guys into a bad category, though. <laughs> no, no, do, no, no. I do. And not, not that you were, but I just for the men listening, I want you to know we're not, we're not trying to men ba- male bash here. I'm just saying that, like, I think everybody at certain times are put into the sales position because when you really like somebody, you try to sell yourself because you want them. So yeah, but didn't you ever find yourself like, get somebody even, that wants to sell themselves to you? Even when I didn't like somebody, I still craved. I wanted them to fall in love. But with But that's me. because women don't like being alone, and we want to be with somebody. So we're constantly trying to but, sell ourselves. So we're not. But alone. even else, even like on like a nothing date, even at like a party, if I was talking to a guy or something, I would find myself even even if he was atrocious, I would still find myself attempting to get like, the attention or like win, like have him walk away from the encounter feeling like man. That girl's fucking cool. But that but, that's and, our and own I'm like, why would I why that? do I need that person to think that? Because at the time at the time, you weren't in a place of self love. You were in a place of self wonder. You were still frig- figuring yourself out. Um so listen, trust your gut and find <clears throat> find a funny man. Find a diamond in the rough. And, and remember so that say, you're better than you think my, you are. Uh, Ex-boyfriend who's a comedian. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, not saying that. Sorry. Whoa. No, 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 no. I love comedians. They are tricky ones to date. And right now I'm sitting across from a comedian. Um, they're, they're tricky to date. Look, they say in the theater, smile now, cry later. That was really something that a comedian wrote. Because the truth is, funny people can be funny in front of everybody, and then behind closed doors, they're just as sad as everybody else on occasion. There's no difference. So it it doesn't mean that, you know, because I was really funny today, that I didn't go home and cry because of something else. Maybe, you know, what I mean, I guess, I think what Jamie and I are talking about when we talk about humor is somebody that also laughs at, at your jokes, too. Yeah. And and who, you know, the sort of the the or somebody who can make the best out of a bad situation. Like if you get the worst table at the restaurant right by the kitchen or whatever, somebody who's still going to be like happy to be sitting there with you and making a joke to make you feel better right. and not worry. Right. They're going to they're going to make a joke that makes you feel better about sitting there because right. they don't want you to worry. Somebody that's kind enough to care about your heart and not so much their own, no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. I'd rather right. somebody make me laugh all day than somebody that makes me You should move you know. to Los Angeles. No, just <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, and oh, thanks for calling. Thank you so much, Brianne. And uh, get some sleep. Uh, Good night. Oh, and we yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, and listen, there, yeah, like, uh, there's, understand there's a whole lot going on more than the age thing. You know what I'm saying? If, with all these other nuances. Yeah, age is nothing but a damn number now. They've been saying it for years, but now it's actually true. We age like fine wine, too. 
Oh, you guys are sweet. It was nice talking to you. I hope you have a good afternoon. Oh, thanks. Thank you. You too. Sleep well. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Jamie, do you have any idea how fine my pussy is going to be at 93? I can only imagine. <laughs> have you ever thought about Betty White? That is some fine pussy. That's some good <laughs> vagina right there. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. On Tuesday, Anna had the pleasure of chatting with the founder and CEO of our amazing sponsor, Ritual Vitamins. And just in case you guys missed any of it, here it is again. So Anna, right now we're going to call Kat Schneider. She is the CEO of Ritual. This is something that we've been planning for a while. We've teased this a bunch. Let's see if we can get her on the phone right now. Hello. Hi, Katerina. Hi. Hi. Oh, Hi. Thank you so much for doing this. So you are the founder and CEO of Ritual, which are the most amazing vitamins. Will you please tell us a little bit about how you started the company and your your mission with it? Because I am so impressed by your leadership and your product. I just fucking love it. I'm sorry. Should I not say fucking when I talk about Ritual? I'm sorry, Katerina. Um, yeah, for sure. So I am the founder and CEO of Ritual, and I started the company because I really believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I started the company when I was four months pregnant. And I don't know if you know, but when you're pregnant, you care so much about what you're putting in and on your body, probably more so than ever before. And I read the label of the vitamins that I was taking from my pregnancy, and I really just couldn't believe what I saw. Um, and you know, I was really passionate about health before, but when I was pregnant, I cared more than ever. And I really wanted to do something about it and change the industry. Well, this is an uninformed, but when I used to take vitamins, my mom would tell me like how I would pee most of them out. It is all about the quality of vitamin, right? And so then I started reading up with Ritual because you guys became such a beloved sponsor of ours. Uh, about the value and the quality of vitamins and the, how they are all so different. Exactly. The forms of nutrients really, really matter. They're not all created alike. And you can pee certain nutrients out, but then certain nutrients actually, even worse, become unmetabolized in your body and, and stick around. So that's not great at all. Um, one of the things that 
we were committed to was finding the best partners and suppliers and scientists from all over the world to make sure the forms of nutrients we used worked best in the body. And one of those ingredients and nutrients that there's just um, a lot of confusion around is folic acid. Um, Folic acid is commonly found in in most vitamins and in supplements and fortified foods, but over 40% of women can't even properly utilize synthetic folate folic acid because of genetic variations. So they're not able to really convert it to MTHF, which is a a methylated form of folate. And that's pretty shocking. (laughs) So it's not peeing them out, but not being able to actually fully utilize a really important nutrient. So it was important for us to source a fourth generation folate from Italy that bypassed any gene variations that had multiple clinical studies. And um, what I'm really proud of with our company is where you can literally see where everything comes from and why it's there on our site on ritual.com. And you can read more about our supplier, our folate supplier, but all of our suppliers really. I love it that you provide information about where you source your vitamins from. That is incredible. And it's also just incredible what you're doing, Katerina, as a, you know, a woman and starting a business. And that's just really, really that, that's so impressive. And I'm so, so proud to be in business with you. So when is the ideal time to take a prenatal vitamin? And don't you think that we should be taking vitamins all the time? You should be taking vitamins all the time, but you should be taking the right kinds of vitamins. And it turns out most women are actually lacking the same nutrients. It just depends on what what life stage you're in. And that's why our first product we created was Essential for Women, which were the nine essential nutrients that most women are lacking from their diets today, not 50 years ago, not the 20 to 40 plus nutrients in a typical multivitamin. And For the prenatal, your nutrient changes, your nutrient needs change when you become pregnant. And it's really important that you start taking a prenatal when you're thinking about getting pregnant, when you're trying, when you're not not trying. Prenatals are important. They're one of the most agreed upon uh, vitamins and supplements in the medical community, but most people don't really even understand why they need them. Um, And the first real reason why they need them is that it's really an insurance policy for your health. What we found out from our research was that half of women didn't even know they needed a prenatal before they were pregnant. And um, according to a a research study by the CDC, we found out that half of pregnancies were unplanned. But the first 28 days of pregnancy is when the neural tube forms. And having, you know, enough folate and a lot of other nutrients is really important because you you actually don't store some, some of those nutrients. And another reason why prenatals are super important is because your baby is essentially just fucking the life out of you, literally. Oh, I <laughs> thought you said, for a second, I thought you said fucking your life out of you, which I was like, oh. <laughs> like that, that, that would have been a different experience. Very different. Oh, sorry, Katarina, I want you to finish your point, but then I really want to talk to you about what I care about, which is vanity. Yeah. I think for us as a company, um, we're really focused on kind of foundational health and what happens to your blood and what happens to your brain, what happens to your organs. And that's why we created the company in, in the first place, because we really believe that 
women are a lot more than hair, skin, and nails, and that seems to be what we're always marketed. Uh-oh. Um, so. Katerina, that's where <laughs> I was going to go, though. Because here's the thing. Since I started taking your vitamins, um, my hair guy, I have a hair guy when I do special events because I have no idea how to do my own hair, and he was like, oh, my gosh, your hair is back. And... I I didn't, I was like, was it gone? But it was. I've noticed such a difference in my hair and nails and skin. And like, I I can tell that this is a vitamin that my body is actually absorbing. So thank you. That's great. Um, And that happens for some people. But, you know, when we, we did the research, we identified the nutrients that women were lacking from their diets. And some people don't feel don't actually feel any anything um, a lot of the time. And that doesn't mean that the product's not working. It, it's, it's working below the surface. And there are a lot of things that impact your health in the long term, not just what you can hear or feel. Did you ever ask yourself, like, why do we need to take vitamins? And why, why is that important? Yeah, so I was actually a skeptic of vitamins as a whole. Um, you know, I knew the importance of a prenatal, but... I wasn't sure if we were getting enough nutrients from our diet. And so I, I set out with our team of scientists and, and an expert counsel to actually just research women's diets and, and see what we were getting enough of, if we're getting enough nutrients from our food or if we actually needed to supplement. And it turns out that even if you're eating a pretty healthy diet, you're lacking certain nutrients, you know, and Part of it is our genetics. Part of it is the impact that um, the soil, our soil has had. Um, and so it is, it turns out we actually do need vitamins, but we need better vitamins and we need certain kinds of vitamins that um, all of our bodies can use. And I think a couple of examples of that would be D3. We're not out in the sun all day long. We're in, a lot of us are indoors. Um, so we really need vitamin D and most of us are lacking in vitamin D and, and we actually use a D3 from wild harvested lichen, which we're super proud of. Another is omega-3s, 60% of our brains are made up of fat. Um, and so it was actually really important for us to use omega-3s uh, with DHA in our prenatal, which is pretty crazy. Most prenatals were lacking omega-3s. Um, and then folate is a really other important one. And we made sure that we use a folate that bypassed genetic variations and could be used by the body. It's so impressive what you've done. And thank you so much. Thank you for um, being passionate about what you do. Thank you for being a female leader in uh, this industry. And um, thank you for helping someone who's incredibly lazy like me attempt to attempt to be healthier Thank you for also being on our podcast, Katerina. So if anyone wants Ritual, you can go to ritual.com slash unqualified. Again, that's ritual.com slash unqualified. And Katerina, will you please come on sometime? We love you. Yeah, please hang out with us sometime. We'd love to have you here. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's incredible. That's incredible.